Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who remembers the BJ and Bill show all those years ago on WOLZ? Well, many have said they missed the show. And guess what? They're back. Welcome to the BJ and Bill podcast. Welcome to BJ and Bill the podcast. A part of the podcast playground network this my friends episode 57 the year i was born it's a good it's a good gonna be a good show the year i was born good show all right 1957 so how you feeling there grandpa it's getting there we actually i guess i can say this you know the i'm married and the wife and i when we're healthy we share the same bed well, as I many married couples do we're not like dick van dyke and we have twin i would hope so our... <laughs> i would hope so but today we are actually you know because she's been sleeping in the spare room mm. so today we are doing laundry taking the sheets off and the blankets off and the pillowcases off and spraying lysol oh i'm sorry not we ah. my wife Aha. I just got corrected in the background. Oh, I didn't hear that. We didn't hear that at home, but it makes perfect sense that someone is doing the work and it's not you. Well, I'm working right now. Oh, sure, I have an hour of work here of as we are preparing and doing our podcast for the week. Our, I was almost going to say something stupid like award winning or something. We haven't won any awards yet. We're still working on that. I'm not sure what we could win, but yes, yes, we're all we're doing all that. So I'm glad you're better. Or at least on the road to recovery, because last week you sounded like hell. I mean, you really yeah. did, and, and it was. And good. my wife actually, she was worse. Now her voice didn't go out, but she was actually, as far as sickness, worse than me. So, so the radio guy wasn't that sick, but lost his voice. Yeah, and the wife who was sicker did not lose her voice. Hmm. Right. It doesn't make sense, does it? it? Doesn't make sense. No, not a lot. But hey. We're here. Yep. And we are ready to go. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right. So good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear We it. like to remind everyone to review, 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 my friends. Please give us that five star review yep. wherever you subscribe to your podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, anywhere where you do it, and you can rate us. We would be much, much appreciated. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. So, and we were just talking before we um, started the recording, but if you haven't seen it yet, our friends at the podcast playground, I sent in one of the little clips of audio from the show last week of BJ and Bill talking about uh, vacation and Chevy Chase's vacation movie and Christy Brinkley and all that. And, and I forget you said the name, I forget, but from Jesse the office, Stein. I'm sorry, Jesse Stein of Stein. Jesse, hats, off to, hats off to video editing with Jesse Stein, who put together the video of the clip of us talking about vacation with Chevy Chase and BJ and Bill and, and of course, Christy Brinkley. And it's hilarious. I mean, it really, maybe <laughs> just cause I went through it and lived it and all that, but if you haven't seen it, it's on our Facebook page and you should, which by the way, you can find on Facebook at BJ and Bill podcast um, on Facebook, or you can just email us, but you got go to the Facebook page and, and look up the video. It's just two minutes and it's funny, funny, funny. So there you go. All right. What do we want to talk about first? I have a couple of topics here. Well, let's cut. Let's catch up on. Let's catch up on the football news. My favorite headline of the week was, uh, you know, everybody thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were toast, and then came Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like the guy who was told he was not good enough to be a Cleveland Brown, and believe me, that's really bad. You're not good enough to quarterback in Cleveland. Well, who the hell is? comes to Tampa Bay where they are now three and one and he looks he looks great he just looks I mean he's comfortable he's you know he can he can run with the ball he can scramble with the ball he's pretty well damn well fearless 
with these big, you know, tall trees around him and he's delivering the goods. So my hat's off to my old Cleveland Browns quarterback. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my Cleveland Cavaliers uh, oh, championship yeah. uh, 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 hoodie today, by the way. So it's a Cleveland kind of a day here, here in Gainesville, Florida. So anyway, good for him. Yeah, it was a good Eggs game on the road. I'm sorry. What? I said, yeah, it was a good game. You know, it was great game. What I really liked, my favorite part was probably the interception at the one yard line. And right after getting the ball, the Saints fumbled, Bucks recovered, and then they got it in for the touchdown. Right. Boy, right. talk about a miracle ending of a second half. That was it. to the heart. Yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. And then I, I actually was up a little bit early yesterday on a, for a Sunday. I was up, you know, nine, nine, nine o'clock or something like that, which is a little early for a Sunday for me, normal on the weekday. And I thought, oh, the Jaguars are in London. I'll put it on. And they weren't on broadcast television. You had to have that crazy ESPN Plus or something like that to watch the Jags game in London. I was kind of cheesed about that. Kind of cheesed off. So, but I guess you need ESPN Plus. I'll be honest with you. I have, I don't know what your cable TV situation is there at your, at the Autumn household. Well, you probably have a different needs than I do. I could go without, if, if, if you just gave me the ESPN family of networks, as they call it, I'd be good. I don't, I watch nothing else other than, I mean, that I need cable for. Because I also have Disney Channel and I also have Amazon Prime TV. And if I want movies, I got all the movies and the TV shows I want. But other, but live TV like NBC, ABC, Fox, no, I watch none of it. And even if I did, I have local channels and I have my little antenna on the window and all that. So I'm really thinking about ditching. I've got YouTube TV and it's great. It's wonderful. It gives me all the channels I don't watch. And I'm just thinking... Maybe I could do better somewhere. I mean, if I could just get well, the let me help better. you out a little bit, Bill Stevens. Oh, I'm listening. If you have the Disney Channel, yes, for just a few dollars more, you can have Hulu, Disney, and ESPN Plus. Yes, yes, and I just to put a bow on that. I did that for a few months. And then ESPN Plus, while they had some stuff I watched, it wasn't the regular ESPN lineup. It was like, yeah, that, okay. that upset me too. Yeah. So I'm thinking there are the, there's a couple of other providers like Sling TV and Fubo TV, which I know nothing about, but I just saw an ad on the football game yesterday for Fubo that includes, you know, all the regular stuff. And so I'm going to look into those because I think I could probably cut my $75 a month YouTube TV in half. And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know what you might also want to look at, but it's a little bit more expensive than that. As, uh, see, I have Disney. Right. And, of course, ESPN2. Right. And Hulu Live. With Hulu okay. Live, it's like, you know, you get all the live TV channels. Right. And then also, you can actually watch back, like when you just have Hulu itself, right. you, watch like about, you can watch back shows that are on Fox and ABC only, like NBC and CBS, you can't. Right. But if you have the Hulu Live, you can watch all of those back on demand whenever you want to oh. on the Hulu app. And if you want to spend an extra $12 a month, which I don't, I did for a while, and then I said it's not really worth it. But then you can watch a lot of those shows like the ABC and the Disney and everything commercial-free. Yeah, I get it. And I can name on zero fingers the amount of real live broadcast, you know, TV. Yeah, broadcast TV that I've watched. And, yeah, it's kind of a pain. Like you said, it'd be great to be able to have that on-demand commercial-free and all of that. But there's just nothing that... There's just nothing I need to watch that bad that requires me to spend a hundred and a hundred and fifty bucks a month or whatever on that sort of thing. So anyway, I don't know. I'm 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 on the fence about it right With now. With tax and everything, that. I think it's about seventy two dollars. That I, I maybe wait sixty. Well, sixty eight, and then you add tax and all that on it. Right. But that is, I get Hulu Live, 
I get oh. Hulu, I get uh, the Disney Channel, and I get ESPN Plus, all for that one price. And that's all through Hulu, or no? You're paying Disney separate, right? Uh, I'm paying Hulu, actually. I'm, I'm oh, okay. I'll well, I'll look at it, but it's like a, it's like a bundle deal. You get, yeah, of course, you get Hulu, you get yeah. Disney, yeah, you get ESPN Plus, and you get Hulu Live. And I think it's, I think the, by the time you pay tax and everything else, you're paying about seventy four dollars a month. Yeah, but you're getting all the channels. You can watch mm-hmm. everything back on Hulu, you know, on demand whenever you want to. It's it's. I don't know. We watch a lot of TV in this household. <laughs> See, I other than sports, other than live sports, I almost none, almost nothing on on regular TV. So you and I, we have different different television streaming needs, don't we? Yes. So yeah. So there you go. All right, never mind. So all right, cool. So that's the TV thing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's shaking out there in the world, Mr. BJ? Oh, as you think, shake it off. Shake it off. That's what's shaking. You know, if you watch Sunday Night Football, you actually had more of Taylor Swift than you did Carrie Underwood singing the opening to Sunday Night Football. Yep. Is that going to be <laughs> is that going to be a thing now? And now and here's the bad news. Well, not for, you know, whatever. But we know how superstitious sport, you know, athletes can be. So now the Kansas City Chiefs are 2-0 and with Taylor Swift there. Is she going to have to be at every game now? Or are we going to have to suffer through that for the rest of the year? I think after a while, I mean, the camera's going to her every time. She's jumping up and down, and she's yeah. all excited about her man. Right. I think, you know, you won't see as many shots of her. But right now, it's like every time, you know, her man does something, you show her up there just jumping up and down and high-fiving people and everything else. You got to believe, though, that somewhere in New York at the offices of the National Football League, they are thanking, they are on their knees thanking their lucky stars because what are they doing with, you got Taylor Swift on a football game. You have 300 trillion young ladies who are now watching football for the first time because Taylor Swift is on there. So, oh, my God, what a great marketing move that is. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? I think. Travis Kelsey. Yes. Her man. Jersey sales have went up by 400%. All by girls between the ages of 16 and 25. And, you know, he was a popular player before. No doubt. No doubt. A A very, very good, very popular player. He He was great on the field. He seems like a nice enough guy. Good for him. Ticket sales were up 64% for the game in New York. Oh, in New York. Wow. Because that's where they play the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking of 60. I'm pretty sure Arrowhead at Kansas City is sold out every week anyway. You probably, probably can't get a ticket anyway. But yeah, I guess, okay, for a chance to spot Taylor, Taylor Swift. Wow. Probably people were selling their tickets that were there to see someone else. Yes. We're probably was, getting rid of their tickets. Like we have tickets. <laughs> what a wow! What a great, what a great little economic balancing act. You bought <laughs> season tickets because Aaron Rodgers was your guy, out in the first four plays of the season, and you had tickets to Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm sorry, to the Giants playing the Kansas City or the Jets. Excuse me, the Jets playing the Kansas City Chiefs and, and Taylor Swift. Yeah, those tickets. Wow. Good thinking, B.J. Odom. You could recoup some of your losses right there. And I've done some more research. Oh, go for it. Now, I don't actually understand how this works, but two-thirds of the money from jersey sales Mm -hmm. goes to the players. Now, the player that you buy obviously gets the most, right? but there's also a fund from all the jerseys that goes to 
all divides equally to all the teams and all the players. Okay. So how much of that 400% of Jersey sales, you know, Travis is making, I'm not really for sure, but right. He's probably seeing a pretty good payday himself. And, and he don't need the money. I mean, he's, you know, I'm sure he's well paid for his, you know, work there with the chiefs, but you're right. 400%. It's a pretty good number. You know, you gotta admit, even if he, you know, breaks up and she and writes a song about him, it's still will. worth 400% sales increases in your church. Of course, of course, of course. My best, my favorite Facebook meme of the week and of course i don't want to get in politics but it's like this is a political one you know that's like taylor swift writes has made a career out of writing songs about her bad choices in men (laughs) and romance and oh by the way she loves joe biden (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah travis enjoy the ride travis while you can because pretty soon it'll be over and it's funny because the first thing I thought when I saw the two of the, you know, t- uh, last week when I saw that they were a thing, I'm like, how old is she? How old is he? And they're both like 33, 34 years old. They're both within months of each other. So I'm like, okay, good for you. Do good I have it you. one in reach? No, I don't have it in reach. What's that? Uh, or maybe I do. I can yeah, look it up. Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh. I'm going to grab something. Oh, BJ Odom is. No one at Reaching off screen for a moment there to reach something in his office. Stand by. It's on the wall. I'm not going to take it off the wall. Okay. What do you? But I'll read it to you. Okay. Okay. Sure. BJ, thank you for coming to the Paisley show. It was great seeing you. Take care. Thanks for your support, Taylor. That's back when she was opening for Brad Paisley. Seriously. Seriously, it's up on my wall. It's a picture of me and uh, Taylor and a picture of my daughter and Taylor. Actually, what was funny, I was working, you know, the van out front. Sure. And the record rep comes up and says, hey, BJ, Taylor wants to meet you. Like, yeah, right. She wants to meet you. Yeah, right. Yeah. I go, I'm good. No, she really wants to meet you. Come on. And I said, well, can I grab my daughter? Because my daughter was already inside. Sure. And so I said, can I grab my daughter real quick? Yeah. Okay, hurry up, though. So I went in. It was raining that day, so my hair is a complete Where was this? Where was this? It was at uh, Germain, which is now Hertz Arena. Oh, in Fort Myers, yes. And so I grabbed my daughter, went backstage. You know, this is in her early, early days. Oh, sure. Uh, Met, you know, Taylor. You know, that that was still when, you know, like my daughter was, you know, teenage years. Sure. And Taylor was teenage years. Sure. And they're both in their 30s now. But, you know... It's like, you know, it was a big thrill for her. And it's like meeting another, you know, basically country person that I have met hundreds over the years of my, you know, career. Yep. But it was so neat because like about a week later, I got this little thank you letter. And it was like, I said then, I go, this girl is a marketing genius. Yes. For her to take the time. Yes. To write a handwritten thank you letter to you know the DJs and to you know, a, to the, a absolute nobody of a disc jockey in a little t- oh I'm sorry yeah to BJ Odom yes I did have I, I I did have at one time I did have you know ties in Nashville pretty good so. of course of course but really what you said is true marketing genius and she's always been that way and I don't know if she is that way naturally or she just has people around her who her who get it but I've seen and heard those stories about her that she does make the effort or at least yeah so good for her good oh well that you. day the day that you know the daughter and i met her it was like oh so oh she gave me a big old hug you know right. it was a, good to see you how are you doing you know it wasn't like your 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 normal shake your hand get right. your picture get the hell out right you know but it was late just before the concert was starting and we were sitting there you know we, we had a nice little conversation with her but then you know the manager came in and said you know, Taylor's got to get ready. She's going, she's got to be on stage like in you know, right. 10 minutes. Right. I understood that completely, you know. Okay. Right. So, you know, nice Very meeting cool. you. Have a great show. And it was cool. I, I, I wish I, I, mm, yeah, I do. I wish that I had had more. I'm holding up my iPhone. I wish that I had had this more available to us back in BJ and Bill days. 
because we did interview some big name people and there's very little there are very few pictures of it there's almost nothing yes like, like i don't know where you were that night i don't know if you were having one of your you know nightly stays at tampa general or whatever but i had the what i thought was the great honor of introducing george jones on stage in fort myers at the barbara b man when he did it one of his last shows and there's no pictures of me and George Jones. And I'm like, oh, my God, the man is an absolute legend. And I would have loved to have some pictures of that and others. I mean, that's just the first thing that came to the top of my mind. I see. And that was that when you were doing, actually, ladies and gentlemen, many of you may not know this, that have followed Bill Stevens over the years, but for a short time with his buddy BJ, yep, he was doing a morning show yep. at a country radio station. Probably it was probably when we were doing a country morning radio show. And I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I mean, I could probably look it up, but I, ugh, that's too much research. Yeah, I wish right I, I probably, I was doing a hospital visit. Right. Cause George Jones is one of my, Oh my God. True idols. And I would yeah. have been at that show. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you would have been. And I, and I, like I said, the only reason I can think that you weren't there is that you were having a hospital visit or something. So I don't know, but it was, he what stopped an honor. loving her today. Oh, my goodness. That's one of my all-time favorite country songs, by the way. <laughs> right? Right. But there were a lot of those. There were a lot, lot, lot of those times where, yeah. I mean, dating back to my earliest days in radio when I, like, at way before BJ and Bill, when I was at what at the time was 96 Super Q. Which, yeah, you know, that was another Fort Myers. When I interviewed, uh, um, uh, oh, hell, Devil Went Down to Georgia and, you know, all of that. Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels. I interviewed Charlie Daniels there, you know, live and in person, sitting in a tiny little rat-infested rat studio in Estero, Florida. So, yeah, it was terrific stuff. Terrific. I will have to say my favorite interview of all times. Mm-hmm. And you were there in the studio when we did it. I know we who did you're it gonna more say. than once. I know who I'll you're going to you say. Let you take a guess. I know who you're going to say. I know it. Go ahead. Peter Noon of Herman's Hermits. Of Herman's Hermits. I, I, it's hard to believe, but ladies and gentlemen, of all the people, yep. I interviewed country stars. I interviewed, you know, pop stars, movie stars. That was the ultimate interview just for the knowledge that we learned during that short time with him in his early days at 16 years old, rock and roll, opening for the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and his stories that he could tell were awesome. I was uh, exact. Yes. And yes. And underscore exclamation mark. Yes. His stories. And I'm, I need to look it up. I wonder if he's written a book. He had to have written a book or a memoir or a something. And if he hasn't, Peter, if you're listening, get to work on that. Cause you're like, like you said, BJ, his stories were the, he was a, he was a kid. He was like a little kid who just so happened. I mean, what did he must've have had a great voice or something when he was a little kid? Cause he got picked up, like you said, Herman's Hermits. And then they were there to see it all. The, the British invasion stuff, Beatles, Rolling Stones, the tours, the, 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 the story, the, and he had stories of all of it. And it's, it's great. It was just terrific stuff. It really was. So anyway, for those of you who listen, the two times if you're listening, he was on the hats air. off to you, my friend. What's that? Yeah. For the two times that he was on the air with us and, you know, people that, you know, listen to BJ and Bill, maybe heard the interviews. Mm -hmm. It was also the interviews off the air, because as we said, he was uh, doing the Edison festival of light parade, the, the concert, but you know, it wasn't the actual parade, but right. They always kicked it off the week before with concerts and stuff like that. Right. And so we actually spent the day with him. Yep. And it was like rock and roll history 101. And he was the professor. It's just, it is a day that, you know, that will live in my mind. Me too. You know, forever. Me too. We were on stage with him at the, in the parking lot of somewhere downtown in Fort Myers for the Edison festival parade and the show and the pre-show and all that stuff. I remember it 
I will, like you said, I will remember that forever. That was what a great. And again, show, so. like you said too, we were, you know, I mean, we weren't a little teeny market, but we were a pretty small market in a pretty, you know, small pond. Right. But he treated us that day like you and I were his best friends. And I remember after the concert, and of course, this is how all of these guys make their money now. You know, they they have cases and cases of CDs of their music. And he sat at that picnic table or he sat at that table off the side of the stage and autographed every CD for every fan that, I mean, you know, that's how he was making his money. He was selling the CDs, of course, but it didn't matter. He sat there for, it had to be two hours after the show, chatting with and autographing every person's CD that came through there. And I'm like, that's as good as it gets. That's like, I mean, that's like a Taylor Swift moment right there, you know, where she knew to say thank you and to, you know, give back and all of that stuff. So awesome. Awesome. And story. He's still out there on tour. Taylor Swift. Yeah. I hear she's still on tour. Yeah. No, 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 no. Peter Noon's still. Out oh. <laughs> Is he really? All right. Now yeah. you're going to make me look it up. Aren't you? You're going to make me look up Peter Noon on tour. Hang on a second. You know, we, we and really need to reach out to him as management or something. Yes. Oh, and get him on the show. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, yes. All right. So I don't want to give any business to uh, StubHub or whatever, anything. Let's see here. Where else can I find him? Uh, oh, there's some great pictures. Yeah, there's some good pictures of him. So, yeah, Ticket Sale Peter Noon. 2024 tickets are on sale now. Awesome. Uh-oh, my computer's kind of getting stuck. Well, he's got here. tickets right, well, on mind. sale for next year already then. Probably. Probably. So, Yeah. So he's he's doing his thing. He's, he really is. And, you know, he still looks the part. So good for him. Yeah, let's go over to Let's do Google here and we'll just Google. <laughs> I, I got to know. I, I really do. All right. I got to know. Concert dates, Peter Noon. And it's, by the way, it's peternoon.com, of course. And it's, and it's with an E at the end, Peter Noon at the end of it. So, all right. So he's going to, oh, he's in, he's up. Oh, he's going to be in Texas. Uh, Any Florida dates? What's that? Any Florida dates? I'm looking. Oh, he's going to be in Ohio, West Virginia, uh, coming down. Oh, oh my gosh, he's going to be in your backyard, my backyard. Thursday, November 30th, right after Thanksgiving, he's in Ocala. Oh my goodness, where's he playing in Ocala? He is playing uh, Old English Christmas in Ocala. What? All right. Let me, I'm clicking on the ticket link. Let me see what it says here. Cause I, yeah, I don't know of the venue in Ocala. That's a new one on me, but all right. Coming up, must coming be some up, kind of up. festival or something. Circle square cultural center, Ocala, Florida, upcoming events. Herman's Hermit starring Peter Noon and old English Christmas. Wow. Okay. Circle square cultural center, home of concerts, expos, dinners, weddings, and more. Yeah. Ocala, Florida. Cool. There you okay. go. So that's in November? November 30th, right after I Thanksgiving. need to work on that, Herman's Hermits. He's also, actually, it's funny because he's in Ocala, November 30th, and then early in December, he's doing a lot of that Old English Christmas thing. Uh, Belleville, Illinois. And then he comes back to Clearwater, Friday, December the 8th, and then back to, wow, a weird travel schedule. Charleston, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Ohio, three nights in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. I don't, that must be a suburb of somewhere. Back to Florida in January at Vero Beach and Friday, March 1st at St. Pete. And in your backyard, I am not kidding, Hermits Hermits starring Peter Noon, Saturday, March the 9th in Claremont. Oh, at the Claremont Performing Arts Center. Yeah, that's right down the road from me. Uh-huh. Then probably 10-minute drive, 15-minute drive. There you go. Along with, uh, by the way, they also have, uh, 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 oh, their tribute. They got a lot of tribute bands. Tribute to Willie Nelson. Tribute to Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> oh, Jay and the Americans. There you go. Look at that. They also do a few comedy shows there every once in a while. Too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And his last one. Oh, look at that. In my old neighborhood, his last one, Sunday, March 19th in Venice, Venice, Florida. So if you're back in the neighborhood down there, 
at the uh, Venice uh, Performing Arts. Let's see, where is that at? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Venice Performing Arts Center, where, yep, yep, I've been there a few times myself. Oh, my gosh. There's a man. Our, our man is getting around still, and we have got to have him back on this program. Got to. Well, there, if there's an email or a management, you should we should reach out to them on the. Uh... I've, I've got the I've got the page still up. I will check on it before the end of the day here for sure. That's that's incredible. That's just incredible. All right, I love that. Terrific. All right. See our Let's favorite. Inter- We're about halfway through here. What's that? If we let him know that he was our favorite interview of all time, he would surely come on our podcast. Certainly, certainly come on the podcast. I mean, you know, on a Monday morning, he'll probably be burned out from a show the night before but we could we could work around his schedule i mean we could yeah we could do him any we would interview him anytime he wanted to do the podcast because we do record the podcast yes anytime peter noon and or peter noon's management company so we'll we'll be reaching out to you here soon so there you go all right let's take a quick break you go get uh refill the beverage of your choice and uh we will be back in just a few seconds Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. I'm Bill Stevens. BJ Odom is with me as always. Actually, I'm with BJ Odom because it's BJ and Bill, the fan of the podcast. So give credit where credit is due. If you'd like to get in touch, we would love to hear from you. BJ and Bill podcast at gmail.com is our email address. And as always, the face uh, Facebook page, BJ and Bill podcast. Remember to spell out and BJ and Bill podcast, etc. And as always, if you are enjoying this show, as much as we enjoy bringing it to you, we would love to hear from you, especially in the form of a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice, whether that's Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening. So there you go. So all good. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Us and the rest of the podcast playground. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, we were talking about last week as my voice was even hoarser than it is now. Yes. You know, about me getting sick during our vacation. So we had to cut it short. My wife got COVID. I got sick, but never tested positive for COVID. But not only did we get sick during our vacation, which made it. But wait, there's more. There's more. The credit card got hacked. Oh, man. Hate it when that happens. Actually, knock on wood. That's me knocking on my wood desk. Um, Never happened to me. Really? So, how, where, when did you figure it out? Or did you get like a notification from the card or something? No, I I am good at this. I go online every day. Every day? Well, I want to know how much my wife spends. So I go online every day. <laughs> <laughs> and look at the credit card statement. And all of a sudden, I haven't taken an Uber ride in forever. Haven't used Uber Eats in forever. But somebody took a sweet little Uber ride on our credit card somehow. Does it say where? No, and I tried to find it out and I called the Uber number and they said it was no longer, you know, that was like easily on your credit card statement or whatever you can push and it says, you know, Uber and then it has a telephone number where you can call. Yes. I called that and it said, the number was no longer even available. So it may not even have been Uber. Oh, wow. So I don't know. You know, usually they do like a small, it was like a $30, ninety cent charge. Right. So a lot of times they'll do like a smaller charge. Sure. Before they tried to do a big charge. Yes. Thank God we did catch them and we have new cards coming in the mail. Hopefully today they'll be arriving on our doorstep. I am I'm bad at that and I need to to upgrade my financial practices there because 
and and I've like you said, if you use a credit card, you can always dispute it and whatever. And I I have used my I probably shouldn't say this because now people try be trying to hack Bill Stevens here, but I've tried to I, I use my little Visa debit card from my bank account a lot when I'm shopping and stuff. And that's terrible because if somebody hacks your debit card, well, congrats, they drain your bank account. If somebody hacks your credit card, it's the credit card company's problem. It's not your right. problem. So I need to get into that habit of, yeah, using the credit card more than the uh, the debit card. I understand that. So little financial yeah. tips here from BJ and Bill, folks. I don't even carry my debit card. Right. Because my bank card, unfortunately, now watch me get hacked. But my bank card, unfortunately, not only has my checking account. Right. Savings account. Ooh. But also my money markets and all my financial. I'm under the same umbrella. You know, all are all under. That way I can just go to one, one app, right. one page, and I can check on everything. I understand that. But like you said, now that's got you all in one's place. And if something goes bad and, you know, you don't have to tell us which bank it is. We don't want to know. But if something were to happen, what if that bank gets hacked or something like that? All of your financial whatever is in one place. And there are apps out there that will bring it, that will aggregate. There's the fancy word that will aggregate all of your financial information across different apps like like. Like the people who make QuickBooks, like the Intuit people have one called Mint. There's a good app that will look, that will take every bank account that you have and put it on one screen so you can see what I'm, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice, as all the gurus say on YouTube. So do what you want. But yeah, you might want to think about a little diversification there. Okay. Kind of, well, I guess, I don't know. But my, now my, I have a different bank for my, my credit card. Okay. And I have a couple of credit cards, thank goodness. Because I've just been yeah. using the other one that I hardly ever use. But I never use the bank card. Never use the bank card. I need to. That's a good reminder. Thank you. I'm going to take that out of my wallet as soon as we get off the phone. And I'm going to make sure I use one of the credit cards that I. I mean, I have credit cards, sure, with different places. But yeah, that's kind of important. Kind of important. So, yeah. Cool. So, yep. All right, good financial. Look at that. Look at us doing financial advice. Wow, who'd have thunk it? Now, they also say with financial advice, you should never use credit cards. But I am the person who uses credit cards, and I pay my balance every month. Oh, good for you. You're the one. You're the one guy in 300 million <laughs> Americans that pays your balance every month. Good for you, BJ Odom. Now, while we're talking about financial, it's really funny because yes. this is on my just on my desk where I do you know, the podcast from. Right. And before we did the podcast, I opened this today and read through it and thought, well, that's very interesting. Uh, Discover. You can get like a home uh, equity loan. Yes. Or cash out refinance. Yes. No fees, no application fees, no appraisal fees, no origination fees, no cost of closing, zero fees. It's a, like a, you know, it's like a, uh, you can see it. It's like a, you fold it out. It's like a one page, but folds out, you know, three ways. Has all the information, but it leaves out one very critical piece of information. Guess I, which one? I know what that is. Do you want to tell well, us? You want me to tell you? You can tell me. And the interest rate they're going to charge. No kidding. You. No kidding. A three page fold out. Back and forward. Right. All the good information to get you excited. Right. And nowhere, not one place, is there an interest rate on there. Because uh, I will tell you right now, it's going to be, in three words, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> outrageous interest rates. Because everything now is crazy expensive. Don't even think about buying a house now. Oh, my God. Don't even think about buying a house now. Which is funny because... My lady friend and I spent Saturday going to open houses over in, in the south side of Jacksonville and St. Augustine just for fun. And I, you couldn't pay me to be a real estate agent now. Those people are probably starving to death. 
because there's just nothing going on out there. It's just so quiet. It's there's nothing for sale. And if it is for sale, it's at a crazy price because it's the only one in town and it's at a ridiculously high interest rate. Good luck selling that stuff, kids. Good luck. I don't know about there, but it's happening here. I'll tell you one thing. Of course, we live in a 55 plus community. Right. Uh, we live in a villa, which basically is a big fancy term for a duplex. <laughs> but the neighbor next door is selling his his fancy villa. And he had an open house on Friday. And they were just swarming in one after another, after another, after another. Really? Surprising. You must be in a desirable location or neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, in this in this neighborhood, all the villas are sold. Do you I'm know sorry. what do you know what he's selling it for? Uh probably somewhere somewhere around I would I'm guessing, but I don't know for sure. Cause I haven't talked to him. Actually, it's really funny. When he, he bought the place, he lives in Michigan, mm -hmm. wasn't happy at all with his purchase, wasn't happy with the developer. Oh. And so he decided. You know, he for the you know, he's like gonna be a snowbird. Mm -hmm. Went back for the winter. I don't think he's there now. Went back for the winter. To Michigan. Or for the summer, I'm on sorry. On purpose? On no, oh, he went okay, back good. for the summer. I'm sorry. Woo. Who goes well, now back would be the time, to you know, for the winter? Yeah. That'd be the time people start coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's not there, but he's got a realtor and they had an open house. So I don't know if he'll ever come back or not. I'll, uh, you know, we don't have to give away BJ Odom's uh, address on the podcast. I'll look it up after the show to find out what the thing is selling for. And and for you, do you, you're I'm just curious? Do you know the mortgage interest rate that you're paying? Uh, I think it's five five point seven. I think so. I'm not. I got in just right. before the big explosion. Yeah, that's a little on the high side, but it's not nowhere near like the seven and a half that it is now, which is just, it's insane. It's yeah, I think insane. mine's 5.7. And here's another thing that I found out from, again, lady friend who's more versed in shopping for real estate than I am, that you must ask the real estate agent when you're doing these open houses, how old is the roof? Of course, not important for you with the new construction, but apparently insurance companies in Florida are getting really strict about, they won't even insure the house if the roof is over 10 years old. They won't. So good luck. You're, you're simply not buying a house because you can't get insurance on it if the roof is 10 years old. And every real estate agent we ask about that, they get that look on their eyes like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we know. We know that's going to have to be negotiated. And it's like, wow, because a, a nice big house, not even a big house, you know, you're talking, I don't know what, $25,000 for a roof, maybe more. I don't know. Good luck trying to find somebody who can do it. I don't know. It's just insane out there. And I'm so happy I'm in my nice little man cave of an apartment here in Gainesville, Florida. So I'm okay with that. Now, we had a big hailstorm. A lot of roofs have been changed here, but, you know, there are, none of the houses here are over. Three, three or four years right. at the most. I think. It, right, right. I think right. his development probably started maybe three years ago, mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. it will be full probably by the end of this year. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All the houses. And we've looked at a few of those. Yeah, we've looked at a few of the fifty-five. They call they're no longer like fifty-five plus. Now they're active adult communities. I don't know if you've noticed that. Maybe yours is still fifty or whatever. They don't want to say they're for old folks. 55 is not an old person, but they say active adult community because, you know, they got the golf course and the pool and the gym and the pickleball courts and whatever, whatever, whatever. So, and we've, we don't have a golf course here, but we do have no pickleball no. and the pool and yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. Not a lot of them have golf courses. It's too expensive. It's too expensive to maintain. So yeah, it's just, uh, but yes, everything else, pool and, you know, gym and, pickleball and tennis and volleyball court, whatever whatever it's awesome and that's nice but you know what are you paying for it what's your HOA I mean I'm not asking you I'm just saying you have to factor in the fact that okay if I'm living in one of these really 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 nice places with a monstrous HOA fee yeah 
Who knows? I still haven't figured out. Talking real estate. I haven't figured out if we're better off yet or not because we have like a $157 HOA fee, but before mm-hmm. we had like a $540 HOA fee. But, but, but basic cable, okay, internet, you know, and we were in a villa again, but it was like a an eight unit villa. Right. But they did all the watering of the lawn. Right. So you take the watering of the lawn, which we pay for now, pay for our TV cable, pay for our, and um, they also were responsible for our roof. Oh. In the outer, the outer, the outer, you know, villa. Sure. The wall, outer oh, walls. Well, of course. But aren't they now? They have to be. No, but- this one is, you are responsible for your painting. You're responsible if your roof needs to be redone. And then you have to negotiate because they won't just come in and do like half the roof. Exactly. They've got to do all the roof. So you've got to, you know, negotiate with the. With a neighbor. With a neighbor like, hey, we need our roof. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Well, I don't. So I don't don't know if that's going to happen, but. Well, it could. I mean, imagine if there was a hurricane or something and, and. You know, your side or the other guy's side was the only one that was damaged, and yours is fine. And now he's coming to you saying we need to, you know, roof repairs or whatever. That that's a that's a weird, interesting legal little thing. There is there something in your HOA documents or something that talk about how to how that gets figured out? Well, I don't. That's not probably negotiate. You know, probably like a wells go. But you know, like if it needs to, I mean, you got to do it. And if the other yeah, person but, doesn't do it, they probably put a lien on their house. I don't but know. But what I'm saying is if it's not your side that needs the help, but the other guy's side, why would you pay half when I that's weird. That's kind of weird. I get it. All right. So there you go. That's where you're saving your four hundred dollars a month in HOA fees. Yeah. So but you know, <clears throat> our last neighbor was nice because he didn't he was very, you know, besides telling us how much he hated everything in Florida. <laughs> As he was living in Florida. You know, I, I think it, it takes, of course, I said this when I first moved here, you know, over 40 years ago. Right. If you can make it through your first summer, you're probably going to stick around. Yes. If you made it two years, you're definitely probably going to stick around. Yes. But there are a lot of those people that come down here. Say, I want to move to Florida. And they get down here for that first year. Oh, there's bugs. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, it's so humid. I can't take it. Yep. Well, that's why you moved to Florida, you ninny. Yep. Or even worse, or even bigger, your first hurricane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew of a few people, you know, when I lived in Sarasota and Venice and all of that, that it's like first hurricane came through. They were out of there. That house was for sale the, you know, the the week after. Well, whenever, you know, it's like, no, I'm going back to Cleveland. Are you kidding? I'm like, they got tornadoes up there. Come on. So whatever. Now, you and I, we both lived here many, many years. Many, many years. And I, I'm, here's my pet peeve. And living in an active adult community. Active adult community. All right, tell us. We have an, an active adult Facebook page for our community. Oh, good. And I hope nobody that is one of these people are listening to the podcast. But here's You'll my pet out. peeve. You'll find out. Oh, we saw an alligator. Oh, an alligator was in the... You live in Florida, people. Alligators are here. Get used to it. And don't be so stupid that you... Oh, here, we'll feed the little alligator. Because then the little alligator thinks food comes from people. And then they chase people for food. And if they don't have food, they'll just eat you. So... or walk your little fluffy dog, your little dropkick dog next to the pond where yeah. the alligators are all thinking, oh, the appetizers are BOGO today. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, you're right. Too fat. Don't feed the gators and don't whine because they're here. And you know what? If you don't feed them, right. they ain't going to bother you. They're not going to bother you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So they're more afraid of you than you are of them, unless they've been fed. Right. And then they think we're friendly. And well, friendly is not 
I don't think I don't think that reptile brain thinks in terms of friendly. I think they think in terms of oh, standing up on two legs equals food. <laughs> Let's go investigate. And like you said, if they're really hungry and you don't have food, well, maybe you are the food. So yeah. I get it. I totally get it. So please stop, stop, people. You came to Florida for a reason. Maybe we need like a handout. Maybe we need like a welcome to Florida, as 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 Jeff uh, Foxworthy used to say. Here's your sign. <laughs> no, what Jack, that that was oh. um oh oh now I can't remember his name. Ah, Foxworthy's oh, buddy. Why did you do that? Oh, Bill, wait, Bill, Bill Engel, 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 Bill Engel. Here's your sign. So <laughs> yes, so here's your Florida owner's manual or living manual. There are alligators around. They're big. Sometimes they're hungry. Do not feed them. Do not tempt them. Do not piss them off. They're bigger <laughs> than you. <laughs> but, you know, alligators, because my dad, when I first moved down here, he lived on the Estero River. Uh-huh. And there was some big mofo alligators on the Estero River. And there was one right on the bank by his boat. And I walked on one, di- one time, got on the boat. I mean, my foot must have been like two feet away from the big oh, guy's boy. mouth, but never bothered me. Probably never was fed by adults, you know. But right. So, and again, that was, was like you said, forty years ago. It was a lot. I'm sure it was a lot worse. I mean, not worse. It was a lot more gatory. Because <laughs> yeah, nowadays, you get one in your pond, everybody whines, and then the you know the people come out and catch them and take them somewhere else where. <laughs> They'll yeah. be back in a couple of weeks. Probably. Probably. Unless unless they dispatch them, which is not cool. I don't approve of that. I mean, that's that's a gator. They live here. It's their job. So yeah, I get it. You know, but I hear you. So yeah, don't complain about the gators. You came to Florida. Don't complain about bugs. You can complain about, you know, whatchamacallit, cockroaches in your house. Okay, that's between you and the pest control guy. I get it. But yeah, the rest of it, what happens outside, that's Florida, baby. It's Florida. So, yeah. Now, one thing I have not encountered in my 40-plus years in Florida is a Florida bear. I have no. I've never seen a bear in Florida. Well, I mean, that wasn't in a cage, <laughs> in a zoo. Now, I've seen them on Facebook. I've seen them come up to ring doorbells, but I have never seen a bear. But I, And I know they're out there, but yeah, I've never seen a bear. More my neighborhood than yours. You would think there would be probably around here, but I've never seen of I've never seen one around here and don't really want to. They're getting to be pretty heavy, like you know, we are from Florida, right? Fort Myers, Florida, and little community right uh right east of uh Naples. Is it east? Yeah. The Golden Gate. They sure. seem to have a lot of bear sightings out around the Golden Gate area. I have a friend who lives out in the wilds in Golden Gates and has posted pictures of, you know, critters <laughs> like that in his yard. So, and he has a big, big yard. So, you know, it's not like it's in a gated closed in community somewhere. No, it's a, it's the real thing. So yeah, absolutely. And of course our friend, our friend, Miss Vicki Wagner up there in Blue Ridge, Georgia, she's posting her little bear pictures all the time from her. She's got the ring doorbell on the front, you know, that takes the picture when it sees movement out there deer and bear all the time not all the time but i mean i wonder if they're somewhat like an alligator those you're not feeding them or you're not annoying them. they're not really going to bother you right right the 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 challenge with a bear is if it's a mama bear and there's a little one oh then you're then you're in you're in big trouble yeah yeah but i know i know women that have babies and you mess with their babies they can be as mean and badass as a bear and it's called nature. It's called, it's called <laughs> DNA. It's how it works. And it's supposed to work that way. So <laughs> you keep doing it, mama bear, mama human, whatever you keep doing your job. I respect that. I'll stay out of my way as best I out of your way as best I can. So there you go. Awesome. It's we funny. Did. I remember, where, where, you, saying, where, what, I remember where, you saying you had something for the show and here we are, we've talked for 50 minutes and we haven't even gotten any of your uh, material here. Give us something. Well, one of them was of course the Taylor Swift stuff and the oh, okay, good. price of jerseys and good. all that other stuff. So that was one. Yep. You know, we were both born in the fifties, right? Oh yeah. Top boy names in the fifties. James, Michael, Robert, John, of course, David, where's William? No bills. No, no William. Nope. 
No, no. Brian? Those were the top names. Okay, that's fine. Those probably up there because there is a lot of bills and they're all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl names: Mary, mm-hmm. Linda, mm-hmm. Patricia, mm-hmm. Susan, my yeah. wife. You got to and Deborah. All, now let's go I mean, to present day. I, you got to admit, kind of boring, but I get it. That was the fifties. Yeah, now it's like Noah. Noah. Yeah, Noah. Is this today, this is this is the two. Like, the yeah, 2000- the, this is the two tens, I guess. We're not two ten. Okay, I don't have anything from the two twenties. Okay, two tens. Two thousand tens. Top names were Noah. Noah. Lima or what's it? Lima. What? Liam. 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 I I I know a Liam. I know a Liam, and yes, his he's uh, like a teenager now. So yes, Jacob. Okay. Oh, William. Now. Seriously? Now that's a top name now, William. Well, he is a prince after all. And Mason. Mason. Makes me think of Mason Dixon. Yeah. And or- not what I not what I would I Mason. Okay. Like Perry Mason. It's a last name. It's like Mason <laughs> I'm showing Jr. off my 50s vintage there. <laughs> uh here top girl names are Emma. Emma. Olivia. Olivia. They're all, I mean, stop right there. They're all popular movie star kind of people, right? I mean, or music. I'm thinking for girls. Emma Watson, Olivia is, uh, uh, I can't think of her name, but go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, Sophia. Sophia Vergara. Isabella. Is Ooh, Isabella. She was an actress. There was an actress, Isabella Rossellini, who long ago, but anyway. And Ava. Ava. Boy, that's a throwback. That's kind of you a, know. It's really it, weird. As I read those names, yeah, they all end in A. Look at you, Emma, Olivia, Sophia, Isabella, and Ava. Look at you picking up on that. I know. I just as I read them, I go, "Wow, they all end in A." Kind of has that. It kind of has a softish Isabella. It has that softish kind of you know thing to it, Ava. Ava's too now, short. When my daughter was born in the, uh, I think, I think 80s. You don't remember <laughs> when your daughter was born, but that's okay. Go ahead. I know her birthday. I just don't know right. what year. Right. But uh, she she's a, a Amanda. Right. And a lot of, uh, there was a lot of Amanda's her age. I remember when she went to school. Right. From the, course, from the Boston song of the same name. I, I, I hate, well, also Will, um, Waylon Jennings uh, did a song, Amanda. Oh, okay. And, I, and also Barry Mantlow. Oh, he did Mandy. Mandy, yes, Barry he Mantlow. did Mandy. But what's really funny... She must love that song. Oh, my 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 mother-in-law? No, your daughter. She would cry every time that played. <laughs> anyway. But I hate to say this because it's my daughter. But, you know, like the wife and I got married. And I said, you know, if we ever have a little girl... Mm-hmm. I want to call her Amanda Lynn so I can put her on my knee and play her like a fiddle. And of course, my wife, oh, that's a beautiful name. Oh. And so she said, let's really do it. I love Amanda Lynn. <laughs> your daughter's name is, your daughter is named after a country music string that's instrument. Right. In fact, we have a mandolin hanging on our wall. <laughs> and, and wait till you hear this one. Oh, wait, there's more. We have a little, um, we have a little match, match, matchbox car. I wish I had a, a bigger one than just a little matchbox car. Oh, matchbox car, yes. A little GTO. Gentry Thomas Odom. <laughs> wow. Wow. The history, the the BJ Odom family history is out today. Unbelievable. Actually, believe it or not, my son was named after, well, when I was young. Right. Real young. I wanted to play the drums. Right. And I had this little, little crappy drum set. Well, a guy that my father knew played drums. He was a black man. His name was... Gentry Thomas, I forget what his last name was. Really? Phillips or something like that. Really? But they called him GT. Of course. 
And I said, gee, gee, that's kind of cool. So I can't, I wanted to name a son Gentry Thomas, call him Georgia, GT. Georgia Although Thomas. my son had a different, different idea after he became about eight or nine. Right. He didn't want to be a GT. He wanted to be a Gentry. Okay. Which he was Gentry, but sure. He didn't want people to call him GT. Yeah. He wanted to be called Gentry. Next time I see him, I'm calling him GT. Just to, <laughs> just to tweak him. Hey, GT. I, GT. That's fine. His That's grandma and his grandma still, well, you know, his grandfather right. just passed on right. his mother's side, but um, almost everybody on his mother's side still calls him JT. JT? JT, because they're all Southern. JT, get in yeah. here, JT. That's funny. I don't know. I Gentry is a cool name. I don't know many guy gentries. I I know. I couldn't tell you. In fact, as I search the memory banks, I can't really think of any of them. So that's very cool. And a lot of them are, some of them have last names, Gentry. Sure. That's more of a, or even a middle name. It's kind of a bridge thing. It's a Gentry, something Gentry, something. So, but yeah, it's, uh, that's interesting. Cool for you. Cool for you. If you had had children, what would you have named them? Boy, that's a darn good question. I, I, let's I, pretend. I, let's just pretend the new. Let's pretend. Let's pretend the new girlfriend's pregnant. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna happen. She's gonna I have got, twins. She's gonna have a boy yeah, and a girl. They, they ain't it's mine. Up to you to name them, Bill Stevens. They ain't mine. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, with some yours truly. Yours truly got fixed forty years ago. So yeah, that ain't mine. Um, I my father was my father was Casey and short for for you. Eastern European types, Casimir, C-A-S-I-M-E-R. And I have a nephew who was named for his grandfather, Casey. And I like Casey as a man's name. That's cool. That's a good name. Uh, for a girl, I'm not sure. That's I I do like the the soft ones like you were saying there with Emma. That's nice. Or uh, I don't know. You put me on the spot, BJ Odom, because I've absolutely, absolutely never had to think about naming children. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's funny because, I mean, when I was and we were never when I was married, my then wife and I were pretty much already deciding we weren't going to have children because that's just we didn't feel the need. I always found it interesting. She was my my then wife was named for both her parents. She was her her name was Paula K. You know, last Paula K. Stevens, whatever last name, whatever her married name was. Her father was Paul. Her mother was K. She was named Paula K. That was interesting to me, and I'm like, who would think to do that? Name it after your both parents. So, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait for it. Uh oh. My grandfather, yes, on my father's side, Brian. My grandfather, on my mother's side, James. Joe. Oh, Joe, Brian, Joe. Yeah, but not Brian James. No, although oh. I have been, I have been known as Brian James on the radio. Right, right, right. BJ, but Oda. it was uh, Brian Joe. Awesome. There you go. So here, something we're, that's we're, kind of funny. I don't know if my wife thinks it's funny, but she knows. My first wife's name was Mary. My grandmother on my father's side was Mary, so it was mm -hmm. Brian and Mary. So everybody in the family thought it was kind of cute that there was a Brian and Mary for a while, <laughs> at least for eight years, anyway. <laughs> okay, while that marriage lasted, no problem. Yeah, and then that went south. Yeah. Okay. Everybody changes. Everything changes in this world, BJ Odom. Everything. So apparently, except for us, we're just still trucking along here after a hundred years of doing this. So whatever. <laughs> it's all good. Well, look at that. The hour has flown, flown by. All right. So takeaways from today, get in touch with Peter Noon, right? And right. think of cool names for kids and whatever else, you know, go out and buy that Shake Travis Kelsey jersey. Shake it off. Go out and buy that Travis Kelsey jersey today. And oh, I couldn't do that. I could not do that. So I'm sorry. All right. Last words, last thoughts, or just I may. Week? Speaking of jerseys. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Might be time to buy a um, Baker Mayfield jersey. I know. A Baker oh. Mayfield Buccaneers jersey. One last thing, though, as we get out of here. Okay. So Saturday, you know, that's college day. Yes. So I follow two teams kind of close in college, the Gators. Yep. 
and the um, Purdue Boilermakers. Who got their boiler? The Gators got their butts handed to them again. By yeah, and, and my wife was of course wearing her Gator shirt. I saw that on Facebook. Really helpful. Thank you. So the the Purdue game started, and I'm sitting there watching it. And she goes, "Should I put on my Purdue shirt?" And I said, "Hell no! The Gators lost. Don't be putting on your Purdue shirt." Although, although I will say on Sunday, she was wearing her Tom Brady Buccaneers shirt. And they okay, okay. So she's, so she. Well, she didn't put on her Purdue shirt, but okay. My teams were at least you know two for three over the weekend. Okay, all right, good for you. Yeah, I saw the picture of her standing in front of the TV with the Gators shirt, and I'm like, not helping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, good out there, make it a great week. We hope your football team wins for you, or whatever team you happen to be following as well. We didn't even mention, you know, baseball playoffs are coming up and Tampa Bay Rays are all over that. So that'll give us something to talk about next week. So we'll see. All right, everybody, have yourself a great week. Until then, it's just up to BJ Odom to say, see ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.